0: People are interesting, complex, yet simple creatures. And in describing people, we peel back a person's mask, overlook the judgments that they may have against them, and get a glimpse into why they are the way they are. Some might call it a character sketch, but here it's just describing a person. This is a work of fiction, or is it? Paloma Diaz was four feet five inches tall. She had brown eyes and black long hair that she always wore up in a ponytail and she had these brown cheeks that sandwiched her full lips. Blue was her favorite color, and she wished her name was actually Ophelia, but Paloma was what she had to work with. She was 10 years old. Her mother, Ophelia Diaz, studied human behavior, which meant Paloma grew up talking to a living, breathing lie detector. After so many times, one can either become a master at deception or be brutally honest, always. Paloma chose the latter. She learned when she was around six to watch for when people crossed their arms or legs so that she could know if they felt defensive or detached. Or to watch where their feet pointed to know what they liked or what they wanted or if they covered their mouth when they were speaking to question whether they actually wanted to say what they were saying. And she learned to watch herself. What was she doing? She learned a person can think one thing, say something else, but really mean something entirely different. Her dad was one of those people. Paloma had decided when it came to her dad that is where the living breathing lie detector failed. And failed abundantly but that was where Paloma could help when he would call or visit when he said he had changed again or that he had left the other woman whoever she was at that time Paloma's radar went crazy and she told her mom so but when he told them that he loved them that is where Paloma's radar failed In her mind, she couldn't understand how he could love them, when he hurt them so much. But her heart told her that he was telling the truth. Humans are mixed-up creatures, and no matter how many non-verbal or verbal languages they speak, the heart speaks a completely different language. And who can really hear and understand the heart? Her dad said that Father Rosa could hear and understand the heart. Her mom said the poets and artists were the gifted translators of the screams and whispers of the heart. But Paloma didn't understand why each of us would be given a language of the heart only to have it never be heard or understood unless you were a poet or artist or Father Rosa. One night, Paloma went into her mom's office, grabbed a poetry book, and headed to the bathroom. Even with the step stool in front of the sink, she was still too short to be able to look in the mirror above the counter. Unless, all she wanted to see was her forehead. So she climbed up on the counter and sat on her knees next to the sink. She closed her eyes and crossed herself solemnly, as Father Rosa did. And with the spine of the book resting on her legs, she opened the book and slit her fingers on a page, then opened her eyes to read what she was pointing at. And she read, Hope is a thing with feathers that perches in the soul and sings the tune without the words and never stops at all. Paloma paused looked up at her own round face, wide eyes, and tried to look past. If hope is a thing with feathers perched in the soul, that sings without words, never stopping, what could the heart be a thing of? Would it sing? Would it stop? Paloma reached up from the book and placed her hand on her chest, looking for the beat of her heart. Was the heart a lonely drummer playing to Hope's tune until the day it stops and rests itself in a strange body that had ignored or followed its beat for a small glimpse in time's hands? Or was it an organ that beat steadily until it didn't, and it didn't have a language because it was an organ, and organs don't have languages. And Paloma had just learned about the heart in school. There was nothing romantic about the heart. It's what keeps us alive. It's what keeps the blood flowing. It's, it's just an organ. Or is it? Describing People is written and produced by me, Sarah Kaliski. Hi. The beginning of the poem I read is from Emily Dickinson's Hope is a Thing with Feathers." It's one of my favorite poems, and if you haven't read it yet, you need to remedy that immediately. It's beautiful. The music on this episode is by Ketza, and you can check out more of his music on his website, ketzamusic.com, and I'll put more info and a link to his site in the description of this episode. And the music in the intro is from the song Metro is Breathing by the artist Costa T. Find out more about him and his work in the description as well. This next part, between you and me, always feels like something you'd leave on a message machine like, hi, I'm not here right now, leave a message after the beep, like everybody knows that. And there's an answering machine, a voicemail, you leave a message. So I feel like this is that next part. If you've enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe for more. Everyone knows that, but it's something we say anyways. Also, if you have enjoyed it, please review it or rate it wherever you're listening. That's another thing, but it's an important thing to say, yeah? You can also stalk the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the username DescribingPPL. I'm Sarah, and thank you for listening to Describing People. Stay kind, wise, and beautiful. Cheers.